Elon Musk mocks Jeff Bezos as he extends the lead as the world's richest man. So let's get right into the story. So Jeff Bezos tweeted, tweeted, listen and be open, but don't let anybody tell you who you are. This was just one of the many stories telling us all the ways we were going to fail. Today, Amazon is one of the world's most successful companies and has revolutionized two entirely different industries. And Elon Musk put number two in his response to the tweet, which, you know, is kind of like funny, but at the same time, does it really matter? Like we're talking about like two billionaires throwing shade at each other pretty much every chance that they get. So Elon Musk has come through on his promise to send Jeff Bezos a silver medal now that the Tesla CEO has surpassed the Amazon founder to become the world's richest person. Musk couldn't help himself from chiming in on Twitter after Bezos posted a message about overcoming adversity. Listen and be open, but don't let anybody tell you who you are. This is just one of the blah, 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 blah. So Bezos tweeted alongside an image of a Barron's cover story from 1999 calling Bezos just another middleman. So today, Amazon is one of the world's most successful companies and has revolutionized two entirely different industries. Bezos added in the tweet. And shortly after midnight, Musk responded with a silver medal emoji, something Musk had promised to send to the Amazon founder, now that Musk is worth almost $30 billion more than Bezos. The tweet came after the gap between the world's two richest men continued to widen last week, and thanks in part to the new $100.3 billion valuation of Musk's SpaceX, most of his wealth is still tied to Tesla's stock price. So Musk now boasts a net worth of $222 billion, while Bezos remains at $191 billion, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. And last month, Musk warned that the tease would be coming. I'm sending a giant statue of the digit 2 to Jeffrey B. along with a silver medal, Musk said in an email to Forbes. So the tweet is the latest in an increasingly heated public spat between the world's two richest men. In addition to dueling for the title of the world's richest person, Musk and Bezos have clashed over their space ambitions. And this summer, Bezos flew to suborbital space on a 10-minute widely watched launch with his company Blue Origin. Musk has criticized Blue Origin and other rival Virgin Galactic for investing so much in suborbital launches, which he says pale in comparison to the challenges of reaching orbit. While Musk himself hasn't yet traveled to space, SpaceX recently launched four civilian astronauts into space for a three-day trip and successfully returned them to Earth, the first mission of its kind. Behind the scenes, the two companies have been in a multi-year contest for U.S. government contracts, and in April, NASA awarded a $2.9 billion contract to SpaceX, passing up on a bid by Blue Origin. And last month, Bezos' company sued the space agency, alleging that it unfairly awarded the contract to Musk's firm. Musk responded by saying that Bezos' Blue Origin should spend more time designing and building rockets and less time suing SpaceX. And Elon Musk put, can't get it up to orbit, lol. And Elon Musk basically just retweeted the basically um, news article about it. So if, lob- if lobbying and lawyers could get you to orbit, Bezos would be in well, would be on Pluto right now, 
Musk wrote in a Twitter reply. Blue Origin, meanwhile, has released infographics in recent weeks that call SpaceX's Starship rocket dangerous, and point out it is a launch vehicle that has never flown to orbit and is still being designed. Separately, Bezos-owned Amazon has filed a complaint against SpaceX with the Federal Communications Commission, urging the regulator to reject the company's plan to launch more satellites as part of its satellite internet business. In return, Musk. Publicly mocked Bezos, who stepped down from his position as CEO of Amazon this summer. Turns out Bezos retired in order to pursue a full-time job filing lawsuits against SpaceX. Musk wrote on Twitter in August, misspelling Bezos' name, instead writing the Spanish word for kisses. For Bezos' part, he was mocked. He has mocked plans to colonize Mars, a key SpaceX ambition. My friends who want to move to Mars, I say, do me a favor and go live on the top of Mount Everest for a year first, and see if you like it, because it's a garden paradise compared to Mars. Bezos told Space News in 2019. And again, this is pretty much like this is basically a battle between two super rich elites who don't really have anything else to really compete on, right? Because you got to think about it, right? The only other person that is around their level that can compete toe to toe with them is each other, right? Like this isn't a situation where, like, let's say that you're working out in a gym and there's a whole bunch of potential other people that you could kind of like compete with or like you could basically get a drive from, right? These two individuals are so competitive that they have to beat the other one. And the sad fact is that the only other competition that they actually have is each other, right? Because it wouldn't be fun to just compete against yourself. They want to compete against someone else, and it's basically a situation where you have two extremely competitive, super rich, elite individuals, where no one is on their level at all. Right, I don't think anyone in the world is actually on their level. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see what ends up happening. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. And what I mean by that, it doesn't really matter for like the everyday individual as to who ends up like winning the space race. But the fact is, the space race is happening. But it's happening, and it might end up benefiting. Everyone, and what I mean by that is that if these two individuals compete to such a degree, to where they end up putting all these satellites all over the world, right? Basically covering the whole world, they have the potential to basically provide high-speed internet to literally every single person on Earth, or at the very least. Cover the Earth and basically like every square inch of it with high-speed internet. Now, the reason why that is actually a good thing is that it allows more and more people to be able to create some sort of income wherever they are in the world. Meaning, you could be in the middle of the Amazon and still make money. You could be up in like deep Alaska and still make money, still get some sort of education. Basically, it allows people, regardless of their living situation, to be able to improve themselves 
at any given time. Not to mention, it could actually end up saving lives. Now, the reason why it might be able to save lives is because if you have internet access wherever you are in the world, meaning if you end up getting stranded in the middle of the ocean, you have internet access. If you end up getting stranded on a hiking trip when you went camping, right? Maybe like fell down like a trail because it was raining too hard, all that kind of stuff, right? You have internet access, right? And again, that's if they, they end up pulling this off to such a degree to where every square inch of the earth is actually covered with high-speed internet. That could end up saving lives. Not to mention, it would bring everyone's internet bills basically to a very low amount, right? It would give more competition in the sense that like, if you're able to provide internet everywhere and everyone's able to basically piggyback off of their satellites, which will probably end up happening, you're going to have a lot of different companies offering internet wherever you are in the world at various prices. And it's just going to get very interesting. Right? It's going to basically change the whole economy. And it's going to basically allow a lot of people the opportunity or the choice, I should say, give people more options and more choices to potentially either create a business or make money online or work from home, right? There's going to be more and more businesses leaning harder and harder onto like the online economy, which in turn will allow more people the options of working from home, which is not necessarily a bad thing, especially depending on people's interests, right? There's a lot of people who would prefer to work from home than, let's say, go work in like a, a mill or like working like a very hard labor or all that kind of stuff, right? But those labor jobs are probably going to get paid. Oh, the pay on hard labor jobs are probably going to increase to a very high amount because there's going to be a lot more people not wanting to do that job, but that job is going to end up needing to be done. So basically all the trade jobs, their income levels are going to be increasing, but there's going to be also more jobs available to people who want to work from home. So it's going to be very interesting to see what ends up happening. Feel free to give your thoughts. And if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40bucks.com. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, Go down below as well, and we'll see you in future episodes.